0: when you ask someone what it means to be all American, you will probably hear some variation of baseball and apple pie. There is no doubt Americans love baseball. As of this recording, I'm really, really in love with my Arkansas Razorbacks, who are contenders for the College World Series, and will hopefully have beaten Oregon by the time this airs. Woo pig suey. Watch movies like Field of Dreams, For the Love of the Game, or Bull Durham, and you'll start to think that Kevin Costner invented baseball. He didn't, and neither did Abner Doubleday, the widely credited father of baseball. The first game wasn't even played in Cooperstown. I'm Tracy S. Morris, and I am not making this up, although Albert Spalding sure did. Baseball evolved from the game of Rounders, which is a popular game with English schoolchildren. Rounders has been played in England since at least the time of Henry VIII. Some 18th century books even call it baseball. Diaries, letters, and other historical accounts mention baseball, a proto-version of the game we know today, under various names. Kind of like modern pizza and barbecue, various regions of the country had their own style of baseball. In New York, they played baseball. In Massachusetts, it was round ball, and in the South, they called it town ball. By the mid-19th century, sport clubs formed, followed by an overreaching league to regulate the rules. As baseball gelled into a formal sport, a young man named Albert Spaulding distinguished himself as a pitcher. After he retired, he started a sporting goods store with his brother, which is why you've probably seen his name on your baseball glove. You could say that Spaulding was invested in baseball, having an identity as an American sport. If baseball was popular, he sold more equipment. And in his estimation, baseball needed a neat little all-American identity, something better than this sport grew out of an English child's game. So Spaulding put together a panel to, quote, investigate, unquote, the history of baseball. His panel included two U.S. Senators, one of which was a former National Baseball League president, two other former National Baseball League presidents, and two other sporting goods store owners. So you could hardly say this panel was impartial. The panel chose a story that they thought sounded best. Baseball, so the story goes, was invented nearly whole cloth by a man named Abner Doubleday in Cooperstown, New York. This is why the Baseball Hall of Fame is today located in Cooperstown. The story is entirely based on the testimony of one man who was five years old at the time of the alleged invention of baseball. But the story fits Spalding's sense of what baseball should be. In it, baseball was invented in an idealized all-American town. It could have been Walt Disney's Main Street, USA, it was so wholesome and it was invented by a young man who would go on to West Point and eventually become a distinguished military hero. The story has a nice ring to it, and it allows Americans to call baseball their very own. But when you think about it, the way baseball actually came to America is a more accurate picture of the American experience. Baseball is American as pizza, tacos, or even hamburgers and hot dogs and fireworks from China, and even the Statue of Liberty, which actually came from France. Baseball wasn't really born here. It's something that came to our shores as a different thing. And we took it, changed it, and shaped it into something uniquely American. And that's how we made it our own. Thank you for listening to I Am Not Making This Up. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pretty much wherever you find podcasts, so subscribe. If you like what you hear, leave a review with your preferred podcast service. That's how other listeners find us. For more bizarre stories I didn't make up and some that I did, you can go to my website, tracysmorris.com. I post a brand new history story every Monday. You can also subscribe to my newsletter. I send out an original speculative fiction story every month. Or check out my short stories and novels there. If you want a good laugh, why not purchase one of my books, like Bride of Tranquility, a murder mystery set in a haunted hotel during a Renaissance wedding. It's available on Amazon, through Yard Dog Press, or Bain Books. And if you have an improbable history topic you'd like me to cover, please drop me an email at author at tracysmorris.com.